0: From El Estación de Sucios, with an undefeated record of 666 wins and zero losses, it's your host, El Mofo, presentando the Chicanos y Chingazos Podcast. Welcome, welcome, bienvenidos! I wish I, I wish I could be like those fucking signs, those boards at the air, at the airports where it says like in ten fucking languages, twenty languages, how to say welcome. I wish I could do that. Maybe I could learn how to do that. But anyway, seriously, welcome from Mofo el Hosto con el Mosto. To Chicanos y Chingazos, episode numero 7 And uh, I'm so fucking excited <clears throat> to have this guest tonight. She's beautiful, a bella y peligrosa, chingona UFC fighter, Brianna the Bull Van Buren. And, yes, she's a black girl. She's a hot black girl. A badass. Tough. But very, very pretty. One of the prettiest girls I've seen in MMA. And uh, I just seen her fight against Tisha Torres in the UFC. And as soon as I seen her, I had seen her fight before. But I was like, yeah, I got to get her on the show. Got to get her on the show. I hit her up after the fight. And she said yes. And I was like, yes. I was all happy. So, She's going to be calling in tonight in around three minutes. So, but what I want to do is I want to start this show with this lockdown <laughs> that I just made. Uh, the lockdowns that I do for my for my uh, MofaWare. Check it out. I think you're going to like it. Here, let me hit up. Ah! I'm going to hit, let's see, this one. Here you go. Listen to this. Listen to this. Down with mofo. Here it goes. Ready? Lockdown with mofo. Number 15. Lockdown with mofo. What's next? Like the great Eddie Bravo said, what's next? God damn. Canceling this. Boycotting this. A few months ago, you were telling me what fucking pillows to sleep on. Now you're telling me what fucking beans, what frijoles I can eat. What the fuck? You got white people. You got gringos. You got white people bending on their knees, getting on their knees, raising their hands to the sky and begging for forgiveness, apologizing for being born white. What? You got people apologizing for biology now? What's that? Is it going to be me for being short? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm so short because I can't reach the fruits and the trees to feed my familia, (laughs) to feed my community, my raza. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Bullshit, mofo. You're canceled. You hear me? That's it. You're canceled, motherfucker. God damn. Where is this going? Seriously. You got to live the life you want because I'm telling you, these motherfuckers, it ain't going to end. You think it's going to end when Trump is gone? You're fucking wrong, dude. I've been around long enough to know. Once somebody tells you what to do and you do it, you're fucked for the rest of your life. Live the life you want. Yes. God damn it. I'm telling you, that's one of my best lockdowns ever. I love it. Love it. But, um, yeah. So, Brianna, the bull's going to be calling in in like two minutes. Two minutes. Um, And we're going to be talking about, of course, tomorrow's UFC 251. Let me talk to the fucking side of the microphone. UFC 251 on Fight Island. They're calling it Fight Island island and um, from what I understand tomorrow they're going to all go out there in a boat like that boat and Enter the Dragon remember the boat that Bruce Lee and Jim Kelly and John Saxon was on it's that kind of boat like an old Chinese boat they're all going to go out on that boat early tomorrow morning and then they're going to jump off that boat dive into the ocean and From what I hear, they got to go through sharks, barracudas, thug dolphins. That's right, I said gangster dolphins. They're out there, I'm telling you. They got to go through all that shit to make it onto the island. But, from what I understand, there's going to be some hot ass prostitute whores, mermaids around too. To, you know, welcome the boys to the island the proper way The proper 12 way Like Conor McGregor should be there huh? With his whiskey Yeah so um, Anyway you're listening to Chicanos y Chingazos episode Numero, numero 7 Number 7 And uh, our guest tonight is Brianna the Bull She's going to be calling in any second Holy shit It's already 7.30 god damn What have I been doing let me make sure I get this phone right. Okay. Should I check my Instagram? Nah, let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait a minute. But yeah, uh, I'm going to talk to her about a lot of stuff about being a fighter, how she got her name, the bull, right? That's a really cool name. And and UFC 251. I'm going to ask her, and this I think this is the first time I've done this with a fighter, ask their picks or wants. Oh, shit. Is it Brianna? Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> Hello,
1: how's it going?
0: It, well, great now that you called. <laughs> What's up? Dude, other than my high blood pressure because of my daughter's. <laughs> Everything is good. Everything is good well, over here. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Life is good. Life is moving. I'm I'm doing good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, okay, everybody. We are talking to Brianna, the Bull Van Buren, a UFC fighter from Gilroy, California. Yes. Now, is it a lot hotter in Gilroy than over here in L.A.?
1: It's about 100 degrees today. Wow! Yeah. It's, it's pretty freaking hot.
0: Woo! Now, where are you at right now?
1: I'm at home in my room.
0: Do you have air conditioning? I do. Woo! You're good. You're good yeah, then. I'm
1: not, I'm not outside. Although, I should be outside because we have a swimming pool.
0: Oh, Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but it's too hot.
0: I'm too lazy. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, well, I I used to have to break into apartments (laughs) to use their swimming pool. That's um, that's (laughs) how I grew up. I did
1: that, too. I did that, too, when I grew up. I did that, too. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do.
0: Exactly, you gotta survive. <laughs> you gotta survive, right? Exactly. Uh, so it's Friday night. What do you usually do on Friday nights? Like, is this pretty unusual for you just to be at the at the house chilling, or are you usually out on Friday nights? What do you do on Friday nights? Friday
1: night. Um. Normally, I either drive over the hill, head over to the beaches, kind of hang out. Um, or I will, um, just be getting back from the gym and then just kind of lounging around, hanging out with the family and just kind of staying low-key, not doing anything too crazy.
0: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. No, now, you know, I forgot to text you or direct message you that mm-hmm. if you want to record this call... You can record it too and save it and post it on your own stuff if you want. I know some people that okay. call some people that call do that. I don't know how they do it, but I just wanted to tell you that. Um Okay. Uh okay. So you said beaches. There's beaches. okay, I picture Gilroy like a desert town. Um Gil- in the middle of the desert. Gilroy
1: is a desert town.
0: So where are the beaches at?
1: The beaches are about an hour 45 minutes to about an hour um towards like santa cruz it's santa cruz area
0: oh that's not bad that's not bad
1: yeah santa cruz is about a 45 minutes an hour away from us and then um then we have monterey which is about i guess the same about 45 minutes yeah but if the traffic here is so bad that it's like it's we're gonna do if I'm gonna do the beaches it's like I I would have to leave like during the day you know yeah um to, to to miss the traffic cause right now if I were to try to get on I guess it's not too bad right now it's 730 um right but then like your night like just to get over there by the time I get over there it's 830 and then you know you don't wanna you don't wanna drive all the way over there on right Friday right right dealing with people and yeah yeah yeah, so over, I try to make it like
0: a day thing. Right. Well, you know, over here, um, because of the fucking stay-home lockdowns in Los Angeles, they don't want you fucking going anywhere. There's hardly no traffic. So, oh, really? Yeah, so me and my wife, every weekend, we go somewhere. <laughs> we drive somewhere because... Usually, the dr- the fucking traffic is so bad, you could pull over and barbecue on the fucking freeways in Los Angeles.
1: Like- <laughs> you know what? You're right. Because I was just over there, I think it was, I went over there for World Jiu-Jitsu and for a tournament, and when we drove over there and we got into L.A., I kid you not, I wanted to go crazy. Like, yeah. I was like, man, like, we're better off just pulling off to the side and... Hanging out
0: somewhere, maybe jumping back on. Like,
1: right. it, it is it is a mess.
0: Over yeah. There. Yeah. Um, wow. Now, you said you were over here for the World Jiu Jitsu. Were you in it? Yeah, I competed in World Jiu Jitsu. Was it
1: last year? No, I had a fight last year. The year before that, um, I try to compete in it every year if I don't have a fight. Yeah. Uh, I won, I took first place.
0: Oh! Whoa!
1: As a blue belt, yeah,
0: and then um as a purple belt, I took a uh, second in Ant, which is also a pretty good big uh, IBJJF um, yeah tournament I in LA yeah. But now, yeah. now do you one. do you
1: compete in any of that Eddie Bravo uh shit? Any of the any of his shows? Um, I haven't. I haven't, uh, competed in any of the E D I tournaments, um, or any of that, but I definitely had an interest in it, uh, before, but, um, I, right, I haven't, he hasn't reached out to me, yeah. um, yet, or I haven't even reached out to him or anything, but I think that'd be cool.
0: Now, is it Something true, else? is it true to be in the Eddie Bravo tournament that while you're competing, During the combat that you have to roll a blunt, is that true?
1: I have no idea, honestly. But it sounds like it it sounds very. It sounds like it could be true. (laughs) Because
0: that fucker's a huge stoner. Like, (laughs) if you ever reach out to him, if you ever reach out to him, tell him, hey, I smoke tons of fucking marijuana, and I bet you he'll get you in the tournament.
1: You know what? That might actually give me an in alternative. I'm gonna try it.
0: See, yeah. See where it takes me. Yeah. Now, do do you smoke weed? I do not. I'm not a
1: smoker. Yeah. I'm such a good. I'm such a good girl.
0: That's good. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. My, I married what you would call a goody two-shoe girl. Um, yeah. We've been married since 1987.
1: Yes. You guys
0: are gold. Oh my! I know. Oh my God! Like, <laughs> like. Um, now, now let me
1: ask you this: You guys been married to each other? You've been married since. Like, you've been married to other people. No. Like, you gotta be
0: specific. No, just me and her. And let me okay. tell you, I, I wanted, I wanted a wife that would be a swinger.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: But, but she was like, what? what who, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? I'm not a white girl. Like, <laughs> so, oh so, no, I, I married a traditional Mexican girl who uh, uh, is very, you know, kind of, I guess you would say conservative. Mm-hmm. And uh, she doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't do anything so when we oh yeah oh hell yeah cause when her family met me they were like holy fuck what is that (laughs) we're like complete opposite they
1: were probably like what are you doing Nihon
0: you need to run yeah ese es el pinche diablo es un cholo diablo that's it, yeah, so so when we when I came around the first time, her family was like, Oh my God, like they were always throwing holy water on me when I would come over, and um it 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 was insane, but you know we're still together, but you know what's a trip her 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 mom my mother in law mm-hmm. fucking I, what we've been married thirty two thirty three years she still wants us to fucking break up. Like <laughs> I feel like telling her, "Look, you old bitch, I ain't going nowhere." Like like we just went camping, right? Yeah. And uh her family, I know they look at me like, "How is this fat ass motherfucker still alive?" Like <laughs> This fucker.
1: You better be careful. They might poison you. Oh
0: yeah. They probably have. They probably have. Uh, because, oh um, man. Yeah, because like I'm almost sixty years old. I'm like a hundred pounds fucking overweight. I still fucking drink, and I'll do drugs if they're free. And. Oh my god. And I know they They look at me like, how is this fucker still around?
1: Hey, here to you. You're living your best life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. And you know what's funny was, uh, we went to uh Lake Piru, and um, the restrooms were open, and they kept telling people, hey, you know, just be careful of the rows of the restrooms because of the coronavirus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Her fucking family. Every time I would say anything about the restroom, they would tell me, oh, 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 uh, mofo, go to the restroom. Go to the restroom. <laughs> like, those motherfuckers, they wanted me to get the coronavirus. <laughs> they really don't like you. No. It's like, my God, man, I've been around the family since 1987. Like, shit. you like, cut me a break you like, send me a break, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I'm going anywhere. you And you know what's funny? Her family. Her family are kind of like, they're all kind of like on the skinny side. Like, like my wife's in really good shape. She plays like semi-pro soccer. And, uh, and they're all in great shape. They all eat right. You know what I mean? Do they
1: not eat? Or are they afraid
0: to eat? No, no, no. They eat. But,
1: okay.
0: but you know, I'm over there in front of them eating fucking Tommy's, chili cheese fries, <laughs> fucking drinking, <laughs> smoking weed. Uh, you go all out. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and, but yet they're the ones that are sick. They're the ones who are, they have diabetes. Uh, oh, shit. They have all kinds of shit. A lot of them, like, half of her has died. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah, and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. right. Yeah. Right. right. And you know, I know I bug them because, like, when we're at the fire pit, I know they're like, "Oh my god, does this fucker ever shut up?" Like, <laughs> 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 like, my god, does he ever sleep? Like. <laughs> No, but You're we had like, bu- Yo. You're
1: like, "No <laughs> fuckers, I sleep with one eye open."
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but you know what sucks about Lake Piru? I don't know if you've been following the news. Did you hear about that actress from Glee? That uh, 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 They can't find her body. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: I don't even fucking watch the news. I don't even buy into it. Yeah. I just try to live I just try to live my my best life just like how you try to live yours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I was a bouncer for 25 years. Okay. And, and I loved, I loved fighting. Like, I loved, especially fighting with, like, bully assholes, right? Uh huh. What got you into fighting? I think I just
1: love punching people in the face, honestly. Yeah. Um, I've always kind of been a little firecracker growing up. You know, do you have any siblings?
0: Yes. How
1: many siblings do you have?
0: I have one brother and supposedly one adopted sister I never met. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: So I have, I grew up in a really big, big household. I have a big family. I have four, uh, like, uh, immediate siblings and then I have uh one, two, three, um uh one god sister and two god brothers. Jeez. So anyhow, I've always I'm the middle child and I've always been super protective, right? Yeah. Super like like my my older sister, she she was crazy. Like she would go out and like I just fucking hated her friends all the time. Like her fr- like she used to she would come home from school and she used to talk about, like, how shitty her friends were, like, how mean they were, and, you know, and how much, like, oh, but they're cool, you know, they're my friends, but, you know, I just, I just, you know, they're they're kind of mean. And just from base off of the story she would tell me, so they would come over and I'd be like, gosh, I, I don't even fucking like you. Like, you know, yeah. I don't even like you. Like, you're so mean to my sister. So I kind of always had like, that overprotective, like, um blood in me, like that side in me. Uh-huh. Like uh, you know, with my siblings, somebody would mess with my sisters and I'd be like, fuck you like, you know. Um and I think just growing up, I gotta tell you a story in my he's about two, three years younger than me. And he got into um he went to the he was at this park here in Gilroy and um to this day, I don't think they ever found out if it was me or not, but if they listen to this uh, podcast, then they're going to know it's me, but <laughs> anyhow, um, so my cousin, uh, he was at the, the park, and some girls slapped him, right, and he, like, walked out of the park, and I was, like, going to the park, we're just hanging out, young kids, you know, just hanging out, and my cousin comes up to me as he's leaving, like, pissed off, and I'm like, what? what's up? Like, why are you so upset? She's like, that, that chick over there, she, she slapped me and and she thought it was funny. And they were, like, sitting on a playground laughing. And I was like, oh, hell no. Like, you know, I was pissed. Like, I don't know why. I've always had, like, all the damn anger in me. And I'm like, why yeah. am I so angry? And I remember walking up to the girl, to, you know, the group of girls. And I was like, which one of you guys hit my cousins? And the first chick that laughed. Like, she was like, what for? What are you going to do? And I'm just a small little girl, you know? Right. And, you know, so people just kind of look at me like, oh, you're just this little girl. You ain't going to do shit. So, I was like, did you hit my cousin? And she kind of, like, laughed and kind of, like, she didn't fit, but she kind of, like, she didn't mean to fit. Like, she was talking and she kind of, like, sat, you know? And I remember I just slapped the shit out of her. Yes! I I was like, don't ever fucking put your hands on my cousin, dude, and, like, just went off. And I remember, like, all of her friends were like, what the fuck? And, like, I ran. And I was just like, I was like, I can't believe I did that. And <laughs> that moment on, I was like, oh, shit. I should probably get into some sort of, like, you know, I need, like, some anger management classes or something. Because that, like, she didn't do anything to me. She hit my cousin.
0: You right.
1: Know? And so, anyhow, I think I, I've always kind of had it in me when I was younger like I've always just kind of had like that little like I like to fight
0: like yeah. I like the
1: feeling of like fighting no, and then when I played you you mentioned your wife played soccer I played soccer all the way up until my sophomore year in high school and I remember pushing like I would love getting red cards and stuff like just <laughs> pushing bitches over and just you know like tripping them and oh you got a right. red card like I, like I don't give shit like you know I actually try to get red cards Right. Uh, And so, soccer wasn't my thing because it only lasted for so long after that. I would get kicked out of games. And, you know, and then I fell into fighting. Like, I just love fighting. I love training. My uncle, I I grew up in a family-owned gym. Yeah. And my uncle kind of paved the way for me and just introduced it to me. And ever since then, I'm like, all right, I can punch some people in the face.
0: Yeah. So you weren't yeah. you weren't about scoring goals. You were more about slapping bitches.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah,
0: that is it. now yeah. Just so when you started, okay, like after you slapped that one girl, did you kind of get a mm-hmm. reputation where people were about like, oh shit?
1: No, I think uh, before that. I was always kind of that girl that just kind of never really took shit from anybody in school. Right. Like, um, I had my best friend; she was in gangs and stuff, and I could have easily, I think, gone down, you know, that the long path. And uh, you know, I I try to keep level, try to stay level-headed, but yeah. I was always kind of that girl that just I always minded my own business. But then when people would say something to me, or I feel disrespected then I think I would pop off, or, like, I would, like, you know, I'd be like, don't fucking talk to me, with me at the park after school, like, you know, we'll fucking fight. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, there were right. even times, like, in, in middle school, like, I remember some girl, she was, like, she was niece, some niece, and, you know, some younger girl, younger generation who was, you know, trying to get in a gang, and um, they were like, oh, you got to fight this girl, and I remember I was, like, I'll show up, like, you know, I don't want to get into any gang or anything, but i am fucking down to fight and I remember I showed up and and uh she never showed up. Like yeah, not, nobody even knows the story. Like damn, I'm I'm actually not a lot of people know this stuff. Yeah. This is fun for everything, but yeah i never really, I never really been the one that, like, get into fights, but I was always the one that i mind my own business trying to go about my day, but, like, if I felt like I would feel disrespected or, you know, having... I had two sisters who, one, she loved to go out. Like, my older sister, she was all about the parties and stuff, but I fucking hated her friends. Like, they were just freaking, like, little, like, chief mozzas. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, they just... And just, like... They didn't. They never like minded their own
0: business. They were always in other people's business, gossiping and stuff. And I just kind of was like, "Fuck! I hate them." Yeah. Like you know. Right. And so no, you yeah. sound. You sound. First of all, like a born fighter, somebody who was born to fight, right? But yeah, what I like about you is you also sound like somebody who would be perfect for like law enforcement things like that where you want somebody who's down to fight but yeah. that doesn't really look for fights you know uh, right. one of the greatest best things that really kind of got in my head because i was actually in the police academy in 1991 i was in a, mm-hmm. a lapd 10-month basic academy at fullerton college and unfortunately, yeah, and I graduated. And, but unfortunately, <laughs> for five years, I couldn't pass the fucking background because they kept finding uh, shit, right? So, but anyway, there was a sergeant there uh, and he told us all a story one time about who he thinks are the perfect cops. And he said, you know, policemen... 99% of the time should be like Clark Kent. In other words, mm-hmm. very um you know kind of meek, humble, don't really stand out, but when the shit hits the fan, he turns into Superman. That's real. Yeah. You know, and uh I think maybe with all the shit going on today, maybe we need more of that, you know. Um I agree. You I know, think so. Uh but I always remember that and to me you you sound like that. You you fit like that description like hey bitch, you know, I'm cool, but don't fuck with me. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, I I had I had uh I wanted I remember I, I at
1: one point I had an interest in being
0: a police
1: officer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well you still could so, shit that. you're young enough. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but
0: I gotta take that strap.
1: I'm yeah. coming for the belt.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm going for that belt. Okay, I want that belt. Now you are, I think. Let me see. I think you're only the second UFC fighter I've had on here. The first one was uh, Ashley uh, Smith. Ashley Evan Smith. Um. Oh. Okay. And uh, this, how does it feel? Cause I mean, let's be honest, right? Let's let, we have to be honest. In the, in the world, everybody pretty much knows what the UFC is, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of people describe MMA as UFC, <laughs> and mm-hmm. like they don't even yeah. say MMA; they just say, "Oh, they're a UFC fighter. They fight UFC, right?" Yes, yes. How did it feel when you became a UFC fighter? I'm gonna be quite
1: honest with you. Um. Nothing really changed honestly. Like, it, it the job still remains the same, right? Um, and for me, it's just climbing the ladder. Like, it's just I'm, I'm. You know, yeah, I'm signed to the USC, but there are bigger, there are bigger goals for me. Like, I'm like, there, like, I need to be the USC strawweight champion, right? And I, you know, and even then, I don't know if it'll change or if anything will quite change. Like. I guess now I can really tell people, yeah, I do U.S.T. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. <laughs> but nothing really changes. It, it, it's a job that I always look forward to every
0: day. Right. Now, was it more of a big deal to your family and friends? Uh, I
1: don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, 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 I guess. I yeah. mean, I think, I think, I think they're proud of me, you know. Yeah. I hope they're proud of
0: me. Were there um, were there people around you tripping out when you became a UFC fighter? Were they like, "Oh shit"? Did you hear about that girl, Brianna? God damn! I guess she's good. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think honestly, a lot of people, like a lot of people that I did not know, I guess, like started, like I guess, how do I say this? Like people that I did not know that were watching. I guess are now paying close attention. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like now they're like, Oh, Hey, I saw your fight. Like, um, it's crazy because like even people that I, I guess when I'm like out in the store, um, you know, with, you know, if it's just me and, you know, my grandma, like for an example, it's the weirdest thing. I enjoy shopping with my grandma. Me and her have such a, a close bond. Um, and you know we do a lot of shopping together we even just kind of go out and have lunch and there are times where like I have gone to like Target and people are like oh hey I saw your last fight and you know oh hey like good job or like you know even before this fight but I just took um my fiance and I were walking uh, you know just around the neighborhood and somebody was like hey Brianna Brianna, the pool. Like you know, they were in the they're in their living room, and I couldn't even see them. Honestly, yeah. I kind of kind of looked. I kind of looked up and just kind of waved, and they're like, "Good so luck on your next fight." And I was just like, "Oh hell yeah, that's awesome!" Like you know, like, yeah. It's, it's such an awesome. It's awesome that they're, they're you know my community kind of you know is following me and you know kind of checking in to see how I'm doing like on my you know my career and whatnot, but nothing really changes as far as, like, me getting signed with the UFC. I think even when I was signed with Invicta and me making that huge accomplishment of, you know, um, fighting three, uh, doing the eight-woman uh, tournament in one night, I think that was, like, a huge deal. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, that's so awesome. That's so badass. Like, you're going to get picked up. And, you know, even if you don't, you're, so, you're like, you're so freaking awesome. And, like, you know, and for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah. supporting me. That's
0: awesome. That's good. Now, yeah. how how long did it like from the time you started training? Well, what got you started training as far as MMA? Uh, what, say
1: that again. What got
0: me? Yeah. What got you? What got you training MMA?
1: Yeah, I was honestly, I was doing it for fitness. Like I was doing it to, like I was, it was off season for soccer, and I was just trying to keep myself in shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, my uncle, he was a Golden Glove uh, champion. And he, he at the time, was um, uh, in, he was a professional um, MMA fighter. He mm-hmm. fought for Strike Force. Not sure if you heard of Strike Force. Yeah, I used
0: to watch it all the time.
1: Yeah, so he fought for Strike Force. Um, and then he was training at American Kickboxing Academy. Um, so I was like, cool like, you know, my uncle he's like he's a professional fighter, this is awesome. Like, you know, I'm I'm gonna be doing this, you know, to get in shape and just to stay in shape, you know, since I'm not playing soccer, um, you know, during summer. So then I did it and I was like, you know what, this is dope. Like I wanna do I wanna box. I was like, I don't even want to kick box. I want to box. I wanna like I it was the weird it was the weirdest thing ever. Like I had like this vision of like one day I'm going to meet Layla. I'm going to fight her maybe. And, like, like I just had, like, this crazy idea. And I think I was, like, 13, 14. Yeah. Right? And so I was like, okay. I remember um, in class, it was in middle school, my teacher, he's, like, he's one of my favorite teachers, even still to this day. Uh, His name's uh, Mr. Beardsley. Um, He was my middle school teacher. And we had to do a project on somebody that inspired you in life and i was like who am i gonna do it on i was like Leila lee would be cool you know because obviously i want to be a boxer Mm -hmm. i was like no 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 what would be even more like what would be even more cool is like if i did it on my uncle because he he was he had already um you know was successful in boxing and was converted and converted over to uh mma so I was like, i'll do it on him you know, and, like, how cool is that? Like, you know, nobody can say that their uncle is a, you know, professional fighter. And I thought he was, like, this biggest, like, like this huge hero, and, like, this, you know, he was, like, a superstar to me. And so I did this thing on him, and I don't know what it was. Mr. Beardsley kind of always told me, he was like, you need to go after your dreams, like, pace your dreams and, you know, keep training. And every time, like, I would see him, he would always ask me, you still fighting? You still training? You still, you know... And then I was doing, I did a couple of tournaments, and I, like, I won. And I was like, hell yeah, this is fun. Like, I want to keep doing it, you yeah. know? And then ever since on, I just I just had this vision to be, like,
0: not only the Invicta champion, but to be the UFC champion one day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, Okay, now, going back, when your uncle first seen you, let's say, hit the bag, things like that, did mm-hmm. he know... Like, right away, like, oh, shit, I think this girl I, can be a pro. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know if he knew that. Like, I think
1: he was just like, this sick. she thinks she's so funny, she wants to fight. Like, I uh-huh. think I think he just thought it was a funny thing. I don't know, though. I don't know. I could be wrong. You should yeah. get him on the
0: show one, one day. You should definitely get him on the
1: show. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know...
0: 'Cause I I believe okay, you know y you, you always hear Joe Rogan say that there's levels to this shit. There's levels yes. You know, when yes. I was when I was a bouncer, I, I got into a lot of fights, but I seen a lot of fights, okay? I seen yes. a lot more fights than I got into. Um mm-hmm. and the one thing I started learning and sometimes the hard way, uh some people and regardless of how they look Regardless of their physique, just fucking hit hard. Um, And I got hit enough in the face by different sizes of guys, different ages of guys, different skin colors, you name it, right? Uh Where you, after a while, I learned like, holy shit, how come some people can hit so fucking hard? Um yeah and it's and uh, but yet another guy the same size uh same age same kind of built hits me and I wouldn't like feel shit but then the other guy hits me and I'm like oh fuck this is going to be a long night <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: so that's you why I was wondering
1: here?
0: <laughs> that's why I was wondering when you started training i bet you because, I mean, dude, you're a UFC fighter. You're like, what percentage of that is the world?
1: 1%? Right? <laughs> 2% crazy.
0: maybe when you think about it? Damn. So, obviously, you're I at a whole other done. level uh, of the way you can kick, the way you can punch, the way uh, you want to fight, the way you're not afraid of. Uh, there's so many levels to get where you're at that some people never reach, even if they yeah. want to. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, playing soccer. How come some girls can run so fucking fast and other girls can't? I, I don't know. Right. You know, and um, so that's I was just wondering, like, I bet you something stood out about you at a very early age where coaches I'm and curious. other... Yeah. I'm
1: curious to know,
0: too. Like, yeah. I should ask him. I should ask him. Okay, sure. now, you said you go to these jujitsu jitsu tournaments. Uh-huh. Now, I have a thing about people who do jiu-jitsu and wrestling. Because my son, he wrestles. You know? Yeah. And uh, I remember one time I uh, worked with this bouncer who was a jiu-jitsu guy. And, um, yep. and he described to me, look, jiu-jitsu... Is like you ever take off your necklace and you throw it down and then you try to pick it up and it's all tangled up and you gotta untangle it. <laughs> That's kind of like what jiu jitsu is like. You got you gotta yeah. you gotta have the patience. You gotta be smart. You gotta be able to look all these moves ahead and da 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 right. And yeah. I told him, you know what, dude? Fuck that. I'm a lazy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah, I'd rather just hit somebody in the fucking face <laughs> or fucking break a beer yeah. bottle, you know? But yeah. that's why I've always respected grapplers, jujitsu players, yeah. because i seen the fucking, all the conditioning my son had to do. And I, yeah, you, know, you know, I follow like a lot of jujitsu, and I see it and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that is for a whole other type of individual. Like definitely a whole new art that's for sure oh yeah yeah I mean come on going in the gym punching a bag kicking a bag uh okay but when you see the guys on the floor (laughs) huffing and puffing and you got this dude trying to choke you and put your fucking arm behind your neck and it's like holy fuck just like two minutes of it just watching it you're like damn it's (laughs) it's,
1: <laughs> it's a whole new can of, it's a whole nother
0: can of war. yeah that's why that I, it's like you know that did you watch that Khabib McGregor fight I did yeah like to me that night I think to me cause I, I love McGregor he's one of my favorites right but yeah. I think that night against Khabib he also learned oh shit this is a whole other level <laughs>
1: Yeah, he took him to deep. Khabib took him to deep waters.
0: That's for sure. Fuck yeah, and you know when you watch guys like Khabib fight, it's like, oh my god, how do you get out of that? Like, <laughs> right? Like, like, like you want to fucking look at your corner? And go, Throw that towel, motherfucker! I ain't gonna get out of this. Like,
1: he <laughs> <You> did it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so when you like, um. Where are you at right now in your training? Where are you, like, kind of like, okay, I need to do more of this, or right now are you kind of, like, just trying to do everything?
1: Um, For me, I'm all about just getting better and just focusing on how I can be a better mixed martial artist. Yeah. Um, and then, more importantly, just being healthy. Yeah. I mean, my health comes first um, yeah. and foremost, and then just focusing on just being a better mar- martial artist and focus uh, and working on all aspects, you know, yeah. not just, not just wrestling, not just jujitsu, not just stand up. Um, but I can definitely tell you, I, in, I enjoy stand up. I like to stand with people more.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I Cause like, that I fight, just, that fight, uh, your last fight with Tisha Torres, um mm-hmm. i watched it um and then i kind of watched it a few times because we we have that shit on our tv whatever you call it and uh, what i liked about yeah. that fight was when you guys were in the middle just going for it though both of you were going for it like you were like fuck it let's do it and yeah. and and then after the fight you had a kick-ass great attitude I mean, when they, when they rose her hand, you're like, eh, whatever, (laughs) it was, I love that, like, I hate, there's nothing worse than, like, a sword loser, like, um, and but, so I was like, that's when I was like, oh man, I gotta talk to this, I gotta talk to this girl, I gotta hit her up, and, um, (laughs) no, as far as, like, after that fight, what did you do, like, the next day, how did you handle it, how do you move forward from that,
1: you know, I fucking cried. That's what I did, because I hurt so much. <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody, I mean, anybody that's competitive, they don't like losing. Nobody likes to lose, right? Everybody yeah. Everybody wants to win. So, for me, I'm going to be, I might get a little too deep right now and a little open, but you can just cut me off um, whenever. But for me, it was more of like, I just felt hurt. Like, I was just like, I. I didn't go in and execute the plan, you know, I just kind of, like, I I felt, I never felt so hurt and so broken, like, when you, everything throughout this whole camp, I felt was going so perfect, and, you know, I think overall, though, um, you know, even now, waking up, like, I still, I mean, I'm still hurt, I hope one day I can get that rematch, you know, um, but, you know, until then, like, I, I know that I just need to just work on just being a better mixed martial artist, I, um, I literally, right after that fight, I remember just crying, like, I, I, I cried to my Theo which is also my head coach, and just kind of, like, like, fuck, like, what, like, like, it felt like I did everything so right, leading up to camp, that you worked so hard for something, and, you just fucking freeze. Like I had my I couldn't feel my legs walking out. I, I was super nervous. Um, you know, and and it wasn't like I just felt like I couldn't I couldn't get my legs under I couldn't move my I couldn't get my legs underneath me. Like yeah. I was just always constantly playing catch up, like every time I was like, Fuck, I'm playing catch up. I was always kinda you know, two seconds down, three seconds down and you've never ever like I never ever like caught up if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, and, I know what you're, saying. Um, you're like, saying.
1: And it just sucks. Like it sucks losing, like I said, like nobody wants to lose and especially like I know like in my heart and in my mind I have all the tools to beat Disha. And yeah. you know, how cost of her she I mean, she picked you know, she won that night, you know. Um and, you know, I'm not going to walk around like, you know, with it, you know, and be salty about it. I mean, it is what it is. We'll cross uh, paths again, you know, whether, um, you know, my future is bright. I really do believe that, you know, I, I have a lot of potential. And I just, I, it's all about coming back home and for me and getting back to, you know, back to my roots and just back to like just doing what I love, keep learning, keep growing and moving forward because. I can't really get stuck. Like, in, like, the first couple of days, I remember um, my feeling, he was like, all right, you have you have two days to just fucking let that shit out, cry, let it out, do what you gotta do, and then you fucking suck it up and you keep your fucking chin up. Like, you don't, like, I, I remember when I got home the next day, I didn't want to, like, I didn't even want to go to the store. I, I just felt so, like, like, a burden, like, I let my, I let my family down, I let my team down, I let my city down, I just let, I, most more importantly, I let myself down. Yeah. And and I don't know about you, like, I don't want to get too big into, like, you know, talking about religion or anything, right, or any of that, but, like, I'm a big believer in God, and, you know, go for it, go,
0: no, go for it, say it.
1: I never, never, ever in my life have I ever felt so disappointed in God, like, I remember, crying in the shower like this wasn't supposed to happen this way like why are you doing this to me like what, what what are you trying to do like you know i was like i was questioning i was pissed i was like why god like you know out of all things like you weren't supposed you know and yeah. then i i allowed myself to kind of sit and mope about it and then after that i was like fuck that shit like I'm a queen. I'm gonna keep my. I'm gonna keep my chin up. Like you know, like I have yeah. younger girls who are fucking looking at me. Like you know, I have my god sister who's 12 years old who fucking looks up looks up to me. And you know, I have a niece who's um who's seven eight years old. And you know, she like I have younger girls girls that I you know I teach at kids mixed martial arts to. and just myself in general. And I'm like, I'm gonna fucking bounce back. I'm going to bounce back from this and I'm going to keep my chin up and I'm going to look forward. God is just teaching me a lesson. You know, this is all supposed to happen because I'm supposed to level up. I need to get out of my comfort zone and just level the fuck up, you know? So, uh, and that's, that's the mindset I have right now is just, I'm all about just leveling up, getting out of my comfort zone and bouncing back. And you know, Half uh, off to Tisha Torres, and you know, I, I know, like, eventually, if you know, hopefully, I can get that rematch. You know, I, I would, I would love to fucking fight her, and I think on any other night, I I would come out victorious. But for that night, that it was Tisha Torres' night, she won that night, so, course, yeah. like you know, I'll get it for her, but uh, I might be down, but I ain't out. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because I mean, it was a good fight, and it was a fight where you lost but you didn't look bad it wasn't a fight where like oh man you know that girl got her ass kicked no it wasn't like that at all yeah. and because you yeah. never you never looked like you got rocked or hurt you um yeah. she was just like it just seemed like she was just landing more than you and a little quicker than you that was it you know and yeah. um but as far as how you looked to me you look good because i i'm pretty sure to a lot of people they've never seen you before and yeah. that was a highly rated fucking card. That got that card got some high ratings. Um,
1: it was crazy. It was weird. Everything like everything was so perfect up until fight week. Like and normally I just fucking face it head on, and I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'll go with the flow. You know, things aren't gonna work out my way. But it was the weirdest thing. Like I even woke up um, the day of the fight. My ear was plugged. And I had like a headache and I was like, Oh shit, do I have coronavirus? <laughs> oh, <going> fuck! <laughs> like, yeah, I was like dripping out. Yeah. And I was like I was just dripping out. Like it was weird. Everything was just super weird and but I'm down a fucking fighter again.
0: Yeah. For sure. and, and then fighting in an empty arena. How was that?
1: You know, it's weird because honestly, um, the whole anti arena thing—I don't know if I don't think it really got to me that much, to be honest with you, because I came from Invicta, and I came from smaller promotions where, like, Invicta mm. for the for the eight woman tournament, there wasn't that many people in the arena. Like, yeah. I remember just hearing, like, I remember hearing my fiance and my and my brother in law and my. Uh, and my uh, my, my sisters, I just re- kind of remember hearing them in the crowd a little bit. But for the most part, like, I just, I try to dial in. And, like, I don't even, like, even when there is a crowd, like, when I fought in Sacramento, I didn't hear anything. I just heard, I, I, I just, I keep my eyes and my focus on, like, you know, the the opponent, my opponent, but also, like, my focus, like, I can only hear Anthony, which is my head coach. Yeah. Like, I don't hear anybody else, and I think that, that goes for, like, that just goes to show, like, how well our connection is, but for this fight, it was weird, it was a weird thing, like, I don't even think i heard him as much, like, I was just talking to one of my other coaches just recently, like, the other day, I was talking to Coach Dan, and I was, like, telling him, like, I didn't really, normally I hear, like, my female aunt, and for some reason, it just felt off. Everything was off. It was weird. Yeah. It was yeah. thing ever. Now, it was all God's
0: plan, though. Now, in a fight like that, where, where you said, you know, I I didn't really feel like everything was there, as the rounds are going, like, after each round, are you in your own head kind of, like, panicking, or kind of like, fuck, man, what's going on, as, as each round um, is going?
1: Um, I knew, like, in my my own head, like, every end of the round, um, it just, I, I, like I said, like, I was playing catch up, like, I knew every round that I was down, and I kept telling myself, you gotta fucking get up, you gotta catch up, you gotta catch up, like, what are you doing? And then, every now and then, I haven't even watched the fight, like, I don't even want to watch it, because I'm so, like... I I know what I did wrong. Like, I know, I know, like, I don't want to even go back to that. I want to move forward, you know? Um, but, like, I know, like, in the fight, like, there were times where I was like, all right, let's go, let's fucking fight, you know? Like, I wanted a fight. I wanted to, like, make it a brawl, but every time, like, I was trying, like, she was either out of range, or she was hitting me with some kicks, or she was just, like, or I was just playing catch up. Like, I was just, one behind, two behind. Yeah. But every, every at the end of every fight or the end of every round, like I remember going back to the corner, and I looked at. Um, I it, you can probably go back and look at it. I don't know if it'll if it'll show like the whole corner, uh, the corner talking and whatnot. But I remember looking at my Cielo and telling myself, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, get out there and fight. You gotta fight. Yeah, you know." And it just never really like it was hard. It yeah. Was, it, like it just never really like I guess clicked.
0: Now, right after they make the announcement, and you're walking back to that locker room, what is that like? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Like, are you are you even thinking? Do you see anything? Are you just what what is that like? I just, honestly, I just felt so hurt. Like
1: I was just like, thought like. Like I can't like am I dreaming right now? Like this like something that felt like a beautiful dream. Like I I kid you not. Like I, I kept playing this fight over and over in my head. I would have vivid dreams about this and something that was was a dream turned into like such a nightmare and I was just like, No, like I'm dreaming right now. This is crazy. Like why? Like what? Like and I remember crying. Um, I went and got x-rays on my hand, and I got, I had three, I had three fractured um, bones on my knuckles, and I remember thinking to myself, I couldn't punch, I think the second round um, is when I felt it, and uh, I couldn't punch, like, uh, I had um, surgery before, back in January, so I was like, fuck, like, in my, if my hand Am I, you know, am I okay? Like, what's wrong with my hand? And sure enough, Wayne got x-rays and, you know, I had three uh, fractured knuckles in that hand. And I was just like, all right, like, all right,
0: I'll be okay.
1: I'm going to be
0: okay. Now, is there a part of you when, when you're walking to the locker room or when you get to the locker room, that you do, that you just want to fucking like leave. You don't want nobody around you. I just want to go to the parking lot and get the fuck out of here. Like, is there? Is Oh, that... after, absolutely?
1: But I also know that I'm not on this ride alone. You yeah. Know? Like, I I don't have to do it alone. So yeah. I, like there are times. I mean, there are times. I love being alone. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, when I'm alone, that's when my when I go into deep thought a lot. And so, um. But I, I didn't want any. I didn't want it to be like get the fuck away from me or anything. I think my coaches kind of knew too, so they kind of gave me my, you know, my New time space. and yeah, yeah. They gave me my space, and if they didn't, I had my space. Like I remember jumping on the plane the next morning, or even if it was a night of I, 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 think I bought an earlier flight. Yeah, I bought it. We bought an earlier flight to come home, and I remember on the plane, uh, my fiance was passed out, and my coach. Anthony was passed out, too, on the plane,
0: and I remember just looking out the window and just, just crying and just, like, fuck, like, I can't believe this. Like, like I let myself down, you know? Yeah. Now, okay, so enough about that night. <laughs> Are you going to watch the fight tomorrow?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay.
0: Now, yeah. are you familiar with the main card who's fighting?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Do you want to do, do some wants or picks? Who do you want to win or who are you picking to win? And you and me let's will take it. turns. You and me will take turns. Okay. Let's
1: do wants.
0: Let's do wants. Okay. Yeah. I like that better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the first fight, Van Zant versus Amanda Rebus. Who are you going honestly, with win now?
1: I really want Van Zandt to win, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I wish her all the success, and um, and I really want her to win. I don't, I mean, rumor has it if this is her last fight on her contract, and, you know, I'm hoping she freaking goes out with a bang, or she fucking, you know, she gets to renegotiate her contract, and, you know, hopefully one day her and I can, you know, can share the octagon, but I really want her to win.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with me, I want her to win because I feel like she gets so much shit and it's not deserving. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But, but, that Amanda Reba has got some skills. And, yeah, um, she does. The, her last fight, she looked fucking ferocious and she's kind of psycho. <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you've seen her interviews. Like, she's kind of crazy. But... um. Yeah,
1: she's really... She's kind of awkward, right?
0: Like, yeah. She's, gonna, like,
1: prefer, like, she's like 50
0: or something. I know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it. Yeah. She's kind of awkward. Like, she's kind of screams. Kind of she got good energy, I guess. It's yeah, great. yeah. And, uh, okay, so we both want Van Zandt to win that one. Okay, the next one. <laughs> Doug Rose Nayamunas against Jessica Andrade. Okay, I really
1: want Doug Rose to win. <laughs> okay. I mean... I, under two reasons. I mean, I feel bad that she got slammed. <laughs> yeah. And then,
0: um, you know, I, I don't know.
1: She has such a... I, I don't know. She seems like a very humbling
0: person. Um, I don't know. She seems like good people. I want her to win, but I don't know. Yeah. That's the Andrade. Yeah, I, my yeah, with this one, it's more of, I want Andrade to win. Because, and I want her to win the exact same way. Because I don't know if that's ever been done before. Where somebody beat somebody with some crazy move like she did, slamming it on her head. And then in the rematch, they do it again. Like, what are the odds of that? Like, you know, like, I sometimes wonder, like, does Rose thug? Like, is she thinking... Oh, overthinking or overtraining, uh, you ain't doing that to me again. Like, yeah, does that become yeah. a problem? You know what I mean? Mentally. Yeah, like, if
1: she, if she fighting herself out or is she mentally, like, is she mentally counting herself out? Or, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you yeah. want Rose Doug to win. I want Andrade to win. Okay, next one. Aldo against Jan. That's a title fight. Jose Aldo against Peter mm. Jan. A title that Triple uh, C left. Triple C was one of my favorite yeah. fighters.
1: He was one of mine, too. I like him. I like his personality. Dude, he's I think legit. he's so
0: funny. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's legit. Okay. Who, I don't,
1: I, the Peter Yan and Jose Aldo, I'm, I want Peter Yan to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't uh,
1: really.
0: Go ahead, go ahead.
1: I don't really like. I mean I used to I used to really I used to like Jose Aldo a lot. He was I know mean, he was notorious for his kick. And um, you know, I think he he had a lot of success in MMA but it it'd be nice to see Peter Young win and you know, I can see him being um, you know, the the next champion for sure.
0: Yeah. And this one is kind of a toss up for me. I really don't kinda care who wins, but it's more of a yeah. pick. I'm picking <coughs> I'm picking Peter Jan to win. I just think Okay I just think he's maybe hungrier than Aldo, mm-hmm. if I can say that. Um, yeah, he's
1: gritty
0: too. So I'm gonna go okay, so we both go with Jan on that one. Alright, here we go. The Koming. Volkanovsky against Holloway.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. This is hard because, okay, I'm breaking rules. I want to <laughs> pick Max Holloway. Ne- I want to Max Holloway, but um, I'm I want. So I say I want Max Holloway to win, but I'm picking um, the Alex
0: Volkov guy. Okay, you know what? Same here.
1: <laughs> Same
0: yeah. here. Yeah. And the only reason I, why is. I watched uh, a few of Holloway's last fights. Uh-huh. Brianna, he has taken some punishment, man. He has taken yeah. some blows from Poirier, from um, Ortega. Uh, yeah. He's been in some wars, and I don't know, man. I don't know if he can strike again in the middle of the fucking octagon with Volkanovski. I know,
1: Volkanovski i think he's freaking dangerous honestly yeah he, he he's dangerous and like you said he's got hungrier i think he's got hungrier uh fighters like that he's yeah. gritty he's hungrier he's, yeah. he's coming to fight you know and he's coming with a chip on his shoulder too
0: yeah and to me he's coming looser more relaxed you already yeah. thought Holloway. he was probably a little yeah. nervous but now i think tonight he's gonna let it i mean tomorrow night i think he's gonna let it go
1: I agree. I, and I just, like I just said, I told my brother that too earlier. I was like, you know, I think he's coming in with a little bit more confidence too. Yeah. Also, because he already beat Max Holloway. And it's basically like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and just relive that moment again on an island. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. You
1: know?
0: <laughs> so. Okay, so uh, we're going to go ahead and let a commercial play in a few seconds. And then when that little outro is, uh, over, uh, we'll talk about the main event, but it should be coming up in about 20 seconds. So kind of think about what you're going to say as far as who you, uh, who you want in Usman versus Masvidal and you'll hear the outro to, uh, to the show in about mm, five seconds. Here we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. The Nigerian oh, nightmare versus Game Bread Street Jesus three piece in a soda, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Who do you want? Oh, Who do you pick? I am. I'm going for
1: the Street Jesus. I'm yes. Going for my dog. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Keep
0: because it's necessary. In. It's super necessary. <laughs>
1: It's super necessary and I think he's going to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I I he's just I just love I I like him. He's you know, I mean I've never met him personally, but right. I like his fighting style. Um I like his attitude. Uh you know, he 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 seems to always come in with a chip on his shoulder and you know, he he's coming to fight and and I like it.
0: Yeah. And taking it on six days notice. Yeah.
1: Little warrior. That just that is the definition I think of a true champion. Show yeah. up, make weight, on your way to uh fight island, have yourself some pizza and just chill out <laughs> and just show up in a row like no big no big deal. I'm gonna fight this
0: guy. Yeah. Yeah, the pizza <laughs> Yeah. Um you know, to me, uh Maz Vidal is a lot, a lot, I think, smarter than uh, people think. If you watch yeah. that Darren Till, Ben Askren, Diaz fight, dude, he looks like so loose and relaxed, but he's very sneaky. He has, he really comes up with moves for that fight. And, yeah. um,
1: He's
0: definitely a smart fighter. I think he has a high IQ for, uh, for for fighting as well, too. Yeah, yeah, or what they call it, fight IQ or whatever. Uh, and I think he adjusts very well in in the cage, too. And he can take some fucking punches. I mean, Diaz hit him, uh, Till hit him, uh, Ben Askren didn't do shit, <laughs> but he can take some. He can take some punches. Because you know, did you watch the Kobe Covington Usman fight? Yes. Okay, that fight. When I watch it, I remember, and it was a great fight. Every round, every round was a good fight. And in that fight, Usman decided to say, "Fuck it, let's just fight in the middle of the ring." But yep. I don't know if he can take Masvidal's punches like he took Kobe's punches. Yeah,
1: I think it's a different different.
0: Type of fighter, definitely, and different power. He like if he if he stands in the ring in the middle of the ring with Mosby I think he's gonna end up getting knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> when he knocked out Darren Darren Till is a big dude. A yeah, big dude, and he pretty much just killed him. Um, and Diaz. Every time he hit Diaz, it seemed like he cut him. He, I mean, Diaz's face was a mess. That tells me that yeah. Mosby hits hard. Um, so, yeah, it'll be. Uh, oh, I can't wait! I can't wait. I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it, and it's
1: yeah. less than 24 hours. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know what? Um, this is the longest interview I've ever had with any fighter.
1: No
0: way! Yeah, it was only supposed. It was only supposed to be thirty minutes. Remember?
1: <laughs>
0: oh yeah, we've been on the phone for an hour and almost thirty minutes. Yeah. No, you, Brianna, you are a great interview. You are very entertaining. Um, maybe I mean if you think about it, I wouldn't mind maybe doing once a month or every two months a UFC uh, pre-fight show like we did tonight.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. Just message me. Um. Uh. We can, you know. Yeah. We can definitely figure something up,
0: something out, and yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. For that, sure. Yeah. No. Tonight was fun, and the next one we can maybe just concentrate on the fight and just talk about the fight. Um, Hell yeah! But. Uh, I'm all for it. But look, Rihanna. Thank you. Thank you. It was, a, it was a great show. Um. I'll. 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 Uh. Text you and direct message you When I post it on uh, SoundCloud And uh, iTunes Perfect And then once you post it and you share it
1: Then I'll go ahead and send it to um, I'll share it as well and
0: then send it to, Yeah And, um, uh, to and uh, do me a favor Text me or direct message me A shipping address that I can send you Some uh, Chicanos and Chingasos gear Oh, for sure. You're awesome. Um and then what I'll also do is I'll send you some goodies too. So thank you. Oh, awesome, cool, cool. Okay. Well look, Brianna, uh thank you. Have a great weekend. Hope you have a good time watching the fights tomorrow. And let's see how <laughs> let's see how our predictions go. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I look
1: forward to it. I'll be I'll be
0: messaging you very soon. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. All right, have a good night, Brianna. All right. You
1: too. Bye bye.
0: Okay. Bye. Yes. Yes. Dude, that's my come on. That's my favorite interview. Brianna the Bull Van Buren. Dude, I think I could have talked to her for like three, four hours. You know, I always wonder like, how in the fuck does Joe Rogan talk for uh two, three, four hours with people? But I tell you, what a guest like Brianna, shit, it's easy. We clicked. Uh we could have gone on all night, man. Thank you, Brianna. That was Brianna the Bull Van Buren. Uh, Please uh, follow her, subscribe to whatever she's got going. Damn it, I didn't ask her, uh, like, what's her website and her links and stuff. But, so, okay, so anyway, I'm out of here. This is the longest uh, Chicanos de Chingasa show we've ever had. I'll probably try to post it tomorrow, I guess. But I got a bunch of shit to do tomorrow. But uh, to everybody... Have a great weekend. Remember, tomorrow, UFC 251, uh, Usman versus Masvidal. I'm going with Masvidal. And please, please subscribe, uh, follow or like my Chicanos y Chingasos on Instagram and also on SoundCloud. Please, all right? And uh, if anybody out there want to advertise or whatever, it's uh, chicanosychingasos at gmail.com. Have a great night. Una Buena Noche, and believe in yourselves, and que será, será. Se acabó, cabrones y cabronas. And here's el public disclaimer. What you heard on this show could be true, or not. We don't know, we just think it's funny. So please click that like, follow, and subscribe buttons, and... ¡Viva la raza!